Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Sales with Saeed. I hope you all are doing great. Recently I haven't been recording any of the episodes for my podcast. It's mostly because of the fact that, you know, in Europe we're under a lockdown, kids are at home, um, so they're not really going to school. I've got a lot of work and pretty much never really got a chance to go ahead and record any of the episodes. So besides the obvious time constraint and kids being at home, I just really didn't feel any motivation to go ahead and record any of the episodes. I know I just started the podcast, recorded 10 or 11 of these episodes, and I just took a big break. I know it looks terrible, but really, I just couldn't get that motivation to go in front of the mic and start recording another episode. And I wasn't planning on recording one today either, but I just felt like if I don't do that today on a weekend, I most definitely won't be able to do it within the week. So I just had to get up, go to the office and start recording this. And I promise I will try to stay more consistent this time around. All right, so let's get into the topic of today, and that is designing a sales commission structure that actually works. Now, in the recent days, I've been doing a lot of thinking about what a good sales commission structure looks like, and it got me thinking about all the times that I actually had to create a sales commission structure, and I've had various of those. I've worked with a lot of companies, and there were some that were very heavily focused on commission, whereas some were more focused uh, on your base salary and a little bit of commissions on top to kind of incentivize your salespeople. So work with the, with quite a few and I thought about it and I put my thoughts down on the paper and I thought I would share with you guys what I think from my perspective a good sales commission structure looks like. Now before we begin, I've heard a lot of time, I mean folks asking me this question or, or giving commentary in terms of why salespeople get commissions in the first place. So besides the fact that we salespeople are generally greedy, we love money and what motivates us is that commission aspect of sales. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. There are a lot of reasons why commissions really work and one of the first things is that it actually leads to a better customer service. Like, think about it um, as a salesperson, right? It's 10 o'clock in the evening, 9 o'clock, your post your uh, working hours, and Ali drops in. They requested a demo or they requested to talk to a salesperson. Now, generally, you don't have an incentive to go ahead and, and call them up or send them an email or just try to get in touch with them ASAP because you can also do that tomorrow. But since you know it's a competitive market, they might be, you know, they might go ahead and Take a look at your competitor, might start talking to somebody else who's actually available from a different company. You want to go ahead and, and start reaching out to that person as soon as they come, right? So that's why salespeople, essentially, whenever the lead comes in, they just pounce at it. I do the same thing. As soon as the lead comes in, I just try to call them ASAP, try to get in touch with them, try to qualify them. It does lead to a better customer service because folks that are interested in getting their questions answered, those prospects... They automatically get that done, right? Because the salesperson contacts them as soon as they request a demo or or if they just simply want to go ahead and talk to a salesperson. And time and time again, I've heard that from prospects and customers like that. They really appreciate the fact that salespeople are reaching out to them right away because that's what the time they're on the website. They want, they have questions regarding the product and they get answered super fast because a salesperson is just there to call them and have a chat with them. So it does lead to a better customer service. And to top it off, having a good sales commission structures attracts a player or some very good salespeople that are out there. And the reason for that is that if there is a good sales commission structure and salespeople trust the product and they know they have the capacity and the ability to go ahead and earn a good income, they will obviously want to go ahead and join that company that gives them that environment. And of course, having a good sales commission structure can help you motivate a sales team. There are a bunch of different reasons as to why having a good commission structure is really beneficial for your sales team. So with that covered, let's go ahead and talk about what type of sales commission structure actually works. Now, I've seen quite a few and in my opinion, the two that work really well are 
60-40 structure or a 50-50 structure. That means that 60% would be the base or 50% would be your base. And then you give 40% as a variable or 50% as a variable, meaning that folks or salespeople can essentially go ahead and earn that 40% via commissions or that 50% via commissions. You can make the split either 60-40, so 60 base, 40 commissions, um, or you can make 50 base and 50 commissions. So that decision is entirely up to you, whichever option you want to go with. I just don't recommend having a 100% commission structure because it can be really volatile. It can make salespeople feel not very motivated and they can get really aggressive because they want that deal to close because of the fact that their only way to earn the money or get a good income would be just from commissions because there is no fixed option. So I highly recommend having a bit of both. So essentially a 50-50 or 60-40 option so sales folks have something as a safety net to fall back on. So not only is it a good practice, it also helps you retain some very good sales talent. On top of it, when you're building out your sales structure, you also want to make sure that you don't cap the commissions in any way, shape or form, right? You shouldn't hinder a salesperson's ability to earn more money because they're closing more deals. I've seen some companies do that and it's just toxic. It doesn't work well. I mean, it automatically makes the salesperson not close deal in that particular month because they will know that if it goes past a certain threshold, they won't get money for it because the commissions are capped. So what they do is they try to sandbag the company and also is not fair. And I understand that from a salesperson's perspective. I also understand that from the company's perspective, it's just not right. You shouldn't cap the commissions. Let the salesperson earn as much money as they possibly can. They're bringing new business in. There is no harm in that. So if they reach 150% of their commissions, great. Incentivize them to do that. I'll motivate that and celebrate it rather than go ahead and, um, you know, capping their knees essentially because you're hindering their ability to earn more money because they're doing a good job. That's just not right. So don't cap the commissions. Keep them uncapped. Salesperson should be able to bring as much new business as they possibly can. That is something that you should reward um, and not frown upon. So with that 60-40 combo or the 50-50 combo, the whole amount, that actually you're going to be earning becomes the OTE, the on-target earnings. Meaning if you see a job advert of $100,000, or let's say you want to put out a job advert for $100,000, but $60,000 is the actual base and $40,000 is something you're going to get out of commissions, that's what it looks like. Meaning $60,000 you're going to earn, and then you, you have to get to your targets, achieve your targets in order to be able to get to that 40. Since it's not capped, you can earn more, but generally if you reach 100% of your targets, you as a salesperson would have the ability to earn that 40%. So that makes your whole salary the $100,000. Which brings me to the next point, And that is, I've seen this a lot, actually. A lot of companies seem to struggle with this. And that is not keeping the sales commission structure really, really simple. And for the life of me, I don't get it why that happens. I've worked with companies where the commission structure was ridiculously difficult. You need to do a lot of calculations to figure out how much you actually made for that particular month. I understand it to some extent from the company's perspective. They want to put in these um, check marks in there or safety nets to make sure the salesperson is not sandbagging the company, but it can become really frustrating and difficult from the salesperson's perspective. So what you want to do as a company or a sales manager is to keep a sales commission structure that is extremely ridiculously simple to understand. You close X amount of money, you get X amount of commission. Um, one of my favorite ones that I really love in inbound sales essentially is that if you close a $1,200 deal or a $1,000 deal or whatever the amount of the deal there is, you just take the first MRR uh, of that deal. So say for example, you're closing a $1,200 deal, your sales commission is $100. So the first MRR. Uh, likewise, if you close a $12,000 deal, your 
commission would be a thousand dollars. So this kind of sales structure works. It's simple to implement. And I've seen folks implement a 5% or 10% commission structure. So you close a deal, you get 10% of the deal, you close a deal, you get 5% of the deal. I've done it in the past. I have essentially been a part of a sales team that had a structure like this. I mean, it works, it can work, but it's again complicated enough. You have to go ahead and do those calculations, this and that. It, can get added to the CAC, it becomes really difficult. So essentially the best way to do it, what I recommend really, um, is to just go ahead and implement a one of the first new MRR of any deal. So you earn X, you close a deal, you get the first MRR, and there you go. It's just simple, very easy. You don't need to do a lot of um, documentation or set it up. It's just super really, really super and simple to go ahead and implement. So I would really recommend that sales managers or, or, or CEOs or founders, whoever is it that managing the, is managing the sales team, spend some time going over their commission structure plan to make sure um, they actually come up with the most simple solution that is easy to implement. And most importantly, if you grow your sales team, also easy to scale. Let's move on to the next point. Now, I thought about this one quite a lot. Um, and in my experience, I've managed sales folks uh, that perform extremely well. I've also managed salespeople that don't perform really well. And I think that whenever you're thinking about a commission structure, sure, it should be very simple, but it should also reward you know, performers, folks that are performing really well. Um, and penalize folks or salespeople that are performing very low. And the reason for that is you want to make sure that you're incentivizing the low performance to go ahead and make sure that they're performing better in the next month or in the next quarter. And traditionally how I've done it is that making sure that you don't give commissions right off the bat. Meaning, say for example, you have $1,000 in new MRR to generate as your target every single month for a particular sales rep. You want to make sure that sales commissions actually kick in when they hit 60 or 70% of that target or that particular goal. Meaning if you hit 50% of that goal, you don't get any commission or the rep doesn't get any commission at all. But as soon as they hit that 60 or 70%, they start getting commissions. So say for example, $1,000 in UMRR is your goal. As soon as you hit the 60%, you get you start getting your commissions, meaning you get the $600 in UMRR as commission. And if you reach 100%, you get $1,000 in UMRR as your commission. So $1,000, which is why it's so important to have that fixed salary or the fixed base for a salesperson. So they have a safety net to fall back on, but also they, you want to make sure that they're motivated and incentivized to actually go ahead and try to hit their targets. Because if they're performing low and they're still getting commissions because they're hitting 20 or 30% of their target, that's just not right. You want to make sure that they're actually you know, reaching up to their 100% of their target. They're, they're achieving their goals. So when you set up a threshold like this where their commissions are coming in or kicking in at a particular point, you're automatically incentivizing them to go ahead and try to reach their goal. That is the objective of a sales team to go ahead and go after their targets. You want to make sure that they're actually achieving those targets. And of course, for outbound or versus inbound, it can be a little different. So traditionally for inbound, I usually set it up to around 60 or 70%. But for outbound, I just drop it down to 50 or 40%. Because outbound traditionally is a lot more difficult. Folks, you know, salespeople dread it. Um, reaching out, trying to close their own deal or source their own leads. I understand that it can be a little more tougher, but essentially you also want to go ahead and make sure that you're dropping um, the, the percentage a little lower as well, because that is just really new, new business that your marketing is essentially not generating or your marketing team is not generating. This is a salesperson that they're doing it on their own goodwill or they're essentially going, at, going ahead and reaching out to those leads themselves or sourcing them themselves. It's a good idea to drop that down because it can oftentimes become difficult 
to go ahead and achieve your outbound quota, especially in times like this. You want to make sure that you drop it down a little bit. You don't have to do that. You can keep it at 60, 70%. But generally, I have done it pretty much all of my career. It just makes it that much easier. So you're incentivizing your sales team to go ahead do ahead do the outbound as well. At the same time, if they hit a target, it, or let's say a little bit below the 100% or 50% mark or 40% mark, they still get that commission because they're bringing that lead from an outbound channel. So the CAC is a lot lower because it's not coming from any of the marketing channels or any of the inbound channels. One of the things that I really love doing when I'm creating a commission structure uh, for a new team or for a new company is that I always love to go ahead and create some sort of a bonus plan for the whole team. Now, I know salespeople are generally very competitive. They want to earn as much money as they possibly can themselves individually. But it's also a good idea. You, you want to make sure that everybody, your whole team works as a team. So say if your old team has a new, like a goal of $10,000 in new MRR that needs to be generated and it's divided over four people, so $2,500 per rep, you want to make sure that as soon as that team reaches 100%, or say for example, 150% of their monthly goal as a whole, they get an extra bonus. I love doing that because that makes all the team members go ahead and make sure that everybody is performing well. So if they reach to that $15,000 in new MRR as a team and everybody is contributing on a, on a similar level, you go ahead and give them an extra bonus of say $1,000 cash bonus per rep. It's not a lot of money, but it, what it does is that it, it, it creates that sense of, uh, you know, a feeling of a team essentially. Everybody just comes together and performs better. And of course, they all get benefit from it, uh, which in this regard would be, you know, monetary. But of course, you can do something different as well as a, as a team retreat or, you know, buy, you know, some presents or something or somebody can get Amazon gift cards. I don't know. It really depends on your team. I've just noticed that money always works better because you give the salesperson or the sales rep the opportunity to make their own decision as to how they go about spending that money or what they want to do with that particular bonus. So yeah, whatever you're, whenever you're creating a sales commission structure, you always want to go ahead and add that variable in there. That would be the team bonus plan. So if a whole team reaches a goal or let's say overachieves that particular goal with a, by a certain mark, they just go ahead and all get that particular bonus for that month or that quarter. However, uh, you want to go ahead and set that up. So these are some of the things that I really wanted to share with you folks, because these are the things that I actually consider or think about before I go ahead and set up a sales commission structure, because it really works. Um, these are super important things. They don't take a lot of time, but it actually just make it very easy for you to go ahead and implement that commission plan. And of course, make it a lot more scalable. Now, there are things, of course, you need to consider before you go ahead and set up this plan or put it in motion. And that, of course, is that you need to check out what exactly is the ARPU of your company. Like, um, what is the average revenue that you're getting for every single user? Is it really worth having a sales team that is um, more focused or, or getting them to get incentivized by commissions? Are the deals big enough for you to have a sales team in the first place? Because if they're not and you're closing, I don't know, $1,000 deals or $1,200 deals, their chances are you don't actually need a very incentivized commission-heavy sales team because deals are super, super small and pretty much all of, if you actually have to give the commission to the salesperson and you're already paying for that lead because you're paying the marketing team, you're paying the support team, there's a bunch of different variables in place, the CAC would be extremely high because you'll have to pay the salesperson on top of it, their salary and that commission for that particular deed. So the chunk becomes a lot bigger 
of that particular deal that you're closing. So you really have to think about it and consider this before you go ahead and start thinking about having a sales commission structure. Now, if you don't have deals that are very big, I always recommend trying outbound because there's no point chasing small deals via outbound. If you're closing, I don't know, $1,500 yield, $2,000, there's just no point for you to do outbound in the first place. It's just very small deals because it takes a long, long time um, generally or traditionally to close up on deals, to source them, to qualify them, to get them to go through the whole funnel or get them to go through the trial and then pretty much to go over all the way to the closing. So it's it's recommended to try to focus on a bigger segment like mid-market, more upper mid-market or enterprise segment via outbound and then set up a commission structure that will give uh, an incentive to the sales team to go ahead and source the leads themselves and try to close them as much as possible. You can certainly do that, but I would highly recommend you have a think about it before you get that implemented. So one more thing that actually popped into my head just when I started recording this episode was that sometimes, not always, but what I try to do is add some sort of an accelerator when a rep closes more deals than their quota requires. So it's a great way to go ahead and motivate some of your top performing sales rep to keep selling if they're running hot. An example of a sales accelerator essentially would be that if you have a rep that is closing 25-30% above their quarterly quota, what you do is you reward them by paying an accelerator fee for each percentage above their required quota. So for example, if they reach 25% or 30% above their quota, you simply go ahead and give them extra 5% of every single deal that they're closing or extra 5 or 10% of that generally 25% or 30% that they closed um, on top of their quota. So if you've implemented a first new MRR sales structure that I mentioned before, so say they close a $1,200 deal and you give them $100 as sales commission and with that $1,200 deal, they're already above, say for example, the 100% of their, their target and they've overachieved it by 25% and 30%, you just give them five or 10% extra for that whole value above that um, 100% of the quota. So it just generally gives them a, you know, it just incentivizes your top performers better to keep selling more and more because they're going to end up earning a lot more for that particular quarter or for that particular month. It's just a very good practice. You can also go ahead and set up a sales decelerator structure as well, but then just makes things a lot more complicated. So I think for starters, setting up something super simple um, just with an added team bonus along with an accelerator is generally a good practice. So I wouldn't really recommend for the beginning, try to go further than this. It's a really good idea to just try to keep it as simple as you possibly can when you're building out a sales team or you're, whenever you're setting up a sales structure. Now remember, this is something I keep mentioning time and time again. And I just want to wrap up very quickly here is that the backbone of every su- successful sales team is a happy sales team. Developing your compensation plan will take hard work. It does take, you have to plan very carefully and you have to constantly monitor it, keep tweaking it. There is no one plan that fits all. Remember, no sales compensation plan is perfect. I've worked with a lot of different companies. I've made a lot of mistakes setting up structures and there isn't a plan that just works perfectly. One might work for company A, it might not work for company B and it definitely wouldn't work for company C. So your company will likely change its goal over time. Your sales team, you'll have to change your goals for your sales team over time. Keep the communication open. That is the key to making your strategy successful. You have to make sure that your sales team have a buy-in in it or your sales uh, people have a say in uh, setting up that sales structure. It's always a good idea to keep uh, the communication both ways. Once your sales reps feel motivated or you know, as a sales rep, you're feeling motivated to work hard and are rewarded for a job well done, the byproduct of that, of course, would be that your sales business or your sales team will run like a well-oiled machine. So I hope this was really valuable for everyone. I hope you got a better understanding of how you can go about designing a sales commission structure that actually works. 
If you have any questions, if you have any feedback, if you would like to know something, if you just want to give me a suggestion of what I should talk about next, please feel free to reach out to me via email, shoot me a tweet or a message anywhere on social media or LinkedIn. I'd be more than happy to go ahead and record an episode on that topic. Until then, stay safe and I will see you all in the next one.